Welcome everyone to today's Lead Generation World podcast. My name is Michael Faree. We've got a great show in store for you today. We've got Mike Brown from ProCRM.co with us today. Um, we're going to be talking about his platform, uh, ProCRM, um, and also best practices around lead distribution, um, SMS, um, AI, all sorts of things. Um, and so I hope you enjoy the conversation. Um, if you're interested in participating in the podcast, please feel free to reach out to me at Mike at leadgenerationworld.com. Um, you can also uh, you know, contact us via our leadgenerationworld.com website, and uh, we look forward to uh, hearing from you. Without further ado, let's go ahead and bring on Mike Brown and start talking a little shop. All right, everyone. Welcome to uh, the Lead Generation World podcast. My name is Mike Faree. Um, we've got a great guest today. We've got Mike Brown here from ProCRM.co. Mike, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. Um, yeah, man. Thanks. Thanks for uh, joining me. I know you know times are are crazy, and we're all trying to figure out um, how to navigate these uncertain times. And um, you know, how how are things going from from your point of view at, at you know, in the last week with your clients and what your business and all that sort of stuff? You know, we're seeing a, a big shift right now to a remote work environment. So I think a lot of the companies out there that have online-based services, fast-based companies are, are probably seeing, you know, more customers uh, interested in these type of technologies now. So anything that, you know, really empowers people to work remotely um, through these times, I think is uh, definitely beneficial. Yeah. Now you got, I want, I'm going to, we're going to dive into, um, uh, ProCRM.co. But before we do that, uh, I kind of want to just get to know you a little bit better and how you got in the industry. I mean, um, you initially, uh, it looks like were a security consultant back in 2006, 2008 with regards to uh, cybersecurity. Is that accurate? Yeah, definitely. So, you know, I have a, a programming and an IT background and I first got involved in that world. Uh, working with the uh, security companies and doing penetration testing, and then you know after that, shortly after that, I kind of got involved in a uh, uh, in a stock market uh, tickerizing uh, news service that I created, and uh, basically we were tickerizing uh, news articles for a lot of the big uh, large companies uh, that deal with uh, financial related news. So anything from like the Google News to Yahoo Finance and etc. And uh, at that same time, I was working at uh, Experian as a software engineer and uh, specifically the freecreditreport.com uh, side of the business. So I, I kind of got to see all the, you know, some of the largest and, and best marketing campaigns you know, really in the world uh, from the inside working there. And that's what really got me into uh, marketing. Yeah. Uh, just um, speaking of cybersecurity and Experian, were you there when that, the, whole, the whole breach happened? I can't remember what year that was. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think, uh, cause we're normally on the other end of the, the breaches. Companies come to us to deal with these breaches. So yeah. I, I can't think of one that comes to the top of my head. Uh, okay. while I was there with Experian being on the other end of it, but, but no, we helped a lot of companies, uh, deal with and respond to the breaches. Yeah. 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 Um, so how did you go from, you know, Experian, um, and then you were doing some consulting and that sort of thing to pro CRM? That's a great question. Great question. So, you know, having uh, worked at a large type enterprise company, you know, I got to see a lot of the, the tools and a lot of the strengths they had dealing with, with you know, marketing campaigns at scale. And uh, I got to see a lot of the problems that they have and the struggles. Um, you know, mainly a lot of these companies, uh, you know, just employ a, 
really a, a great number of tools to just do kind of some, some very basic uh, uh, very basic things. Like it's hard to get all these tools really to talk to each other um, yeah. a lot of times. So I, I kind of thought, you know, there has to be an easier way. And I decided to start ProCRM on, on the premise that, uh, you know, it's an all-in-one marketing suite where basically every tool talks to each other. So, you know, if you're trying to do, uh, you know, trigger-based uh, uh, personalized marketing, like you want to send the right message to the right customer at the right time, you know, maybe that means it's an SMS after the customer speaks to the call center and it's triggered based on a specific disposition or if you're doing ping post marketing. It could be, um, you know, that triggers a call center call depending on some conditions. So really just having the ability to create conditions and, and have these tools talk to each other and they're sharing data, uh, I think solves one of the, the biggest problems that I, I've seen in a lot, of, a lot of big marketing campaigns, large and small. So that, that's what got me interested in, in this space is, is uh, fulfilling that need and solving that problem. And uh, that's what got me started. Wow. So you, so did you build, did you build it out basically? I mean, obviously with the team or, or yourself or um, how, how did, how did the development of uh, the product uh, come about? That's a great question. Um, so we do have a development team here, but uh, you know, like I said earlier, I do have a development background. So I've been very involved in building this out and, <clears throat> and architecting it, really just kind of employing some of the, the best practices that you know, I learned at Experian dealing with, you know, scalable enterprise software um, where security is important, scalability is, is critical. Um, you know, put all that knowledge into architecting this, this system. Yeah, so I, I know when I was, uh, there was a point in time where um, I was working for a couple different uh, call centers um, and call services companies. And, and one of the big problems was, I think, you know, what you're sort of trying to solve or it, it did solve which is sort of the fragmentation of different, you know, products and services that you're trying to like layer on top of each other. So you'd have your, you know, your, um, your, your dialer platform, uh, then you try to bring in text and then you try to bring in ping, you know, all these different things, um, into, uh, you know, spread them out to all these different uh, platforms. It, you know, it became a sort of tech nightmare to some extent. Um, so with, with pro pro CRM, it's all, it's all included and it's web-based. Yeah, it's all included. It's web-based. It's software as a service. And, you know, the most interesting thing is, is a lot of our customers or prospects, when, when they first contact us or we contact them, you know, a lot of them will say, you know, we're already using PinkPost or PaperCall or right. management software, et cetera, and, and we're doing just fine, right? And then, then you kind of talk to them like, well, do you have the ability to, you know, do personalized marketing and do the systems talk to each other? And then they really realize, well, you know, maybe I am missing something here. So I find that like an interesting first, first reaction. Um, it's kind of like a, a problem that maybe not everyone knows they have. Yep. They don't, you know, they don't know what's on the other side of the, of the fence. Um, so it's, it's pretty interesting. Are you yeah. guys work, are you guys working with specific um, industries or, or more predominant in certain industries than others or? Well, I definitely say, um, you know, there, there's no, real specific industry that kind of jumps out where this is kind of the, the bulk of our customers. Mm -hmm. you know, I can say they're all online marketers and lead gen companies first primarily. Um, but you know, it's, it's, you know, almost every vertical vertical you can think of from the, the healthcare industry to auto loan industry to you name it. And there's probably a customer, uh, using grocery run. 
Yeah. Are they, so are they generally, um, the, you said on the lead sell side versus sort of the, the lead buyer? Yeah. So a lot of these people are doing, uh, like in the, the ping and post example, they'll either be operating a, a, a ping and post, uh, network. Um, so they have multiple buyers on, on the back end and, and they're advertising their, their ping tree basically to, to recruit other, other, uh, sellers and leads. Um, or they'll be, people that uh, own and operate an offer and they want a, a simple way to, to manage um, we call them inputs but basically all the data flowing into the crm whether it's incoming calls incoming thing at post and incoming website uh funnel uh leads um so it's just a uh, you know it's a wide range wide range of, uh, of people now, one of the unique things about pro crm and, and kind of the approach that we took is we really abstracted this whole uh marketing uh industry uh into just you know three basic concepts so pro crm is built around the concept of you have an input and the input creates a contact and the contact triggers a workflow mm -hmm. so first thing you're going to ask is well what's an input well every business that we work with deals with some sort of uh, lead or data or a phone call and we consider all that an input so if someone's calling your paper call number that's an input if you have an affiliate driving online traffic, sending you leads, that's an input. Uh, if you have you know, someone you're buying data from and they're pinging it over to you, that's an input. So when we get all these inputs, um, you know, everything's standardized, everything's uh, you know, all-in-one uh, reporting. So you can see all of your inputs across all your campaigns in, in one place, and those inputs create contacts. So if you get a, a call on your paper call number, it creates a contact. And then you can see all the history related to that contact, all the marketing activities, the conversations, what workflows they're assigned to. And, um, you know, in our workflow builder, you can literally just drag and drop uh, these different components. We have over 37 uh, different marketing components you can drag and drop to create your own custom workflow. And uh, people use this to you know, develop, you know, drip campaigns and, and whatever, whatever uh, campaign they can really dream up. Um, I can just give you a, a simple example real quick. Um, you know, on the ping post side, uh, let's say you're, you're running a off alone uh, ping tree offer, and you might have, you know, three different traffic sources or, or people sending you leads. Um, and so, you know, the first thing you're going to do is, well, you, you might have a segment of customers that don't qualify for the auto loan. And um, you might be able to judge that based on what they selected for their credit type, you know, having poor credit, or perhaps on their income. You know, if they selected, they make you know thousand dollars a month, and they're trying to get a car that's you know, five hundred dollars a month. They're probably not going to qualify. So, having access to, to this data in the workflow builder, you can now create a condition that says, you know, if their credit score is poor and their income is below two thousand dollars a month, then maybe I'm going to uh, call them up for credit repair. Or I'm going to send them to a credit repair partner. That's one example. Yeah. And then, depending on what happens with that credit repair call. You know, maybe you send that to your own pay-per-call phone number, but depending what happens with that credit repair call, you can do another condition. You know, if they didn't convert or they did convert, you can send them a, a follow-up message. And that follow-up message could be a, a text message or an email, and that, custom, that content can be customized to where they are in the pipeline. So that just goes back to what I was saying earlier, that all these pieces talk to each other. You can create these simple, simple conditions to really deliver personalized, marketing it. Yeah. 
Yeah. Now, you know, um, obviously there's, you know, with so many different tools and features, um, it almost becomes a, uh, you know, just trying to, you know, piece all these different things together to ensure that you have the most efficient, effective process. Um, and that can be probably a little complicated uh, for for lead generators. I mean, like you said, if you've got multiple sources coming in, you've got them coming from affiliates, well, you've got it coming from direct traffic, you've got a ping post, you've got calls, you know, all these different things. Um, and each one probably requires a different process or different action. Um, I, so I know this is sort of a big question, but, you know, what are you seeing, you know, from, you know, users on your platform? What are the sort of the most successful processes that they're using to be, you know, most effective, um, you know, with, is it, is it continually, you know, following up with, with some of these prospects, even though um, they may not be responding or, you know, just, I'm just kind of curious what you see and how people are using it in the most effective way. Yeah, so, you know, at the end of the day, um, you know, a lot of these companies spend really big uh, advertising dollars, big marketing dollars. So a lot of these people want to kind of maximize their earnings and, and operate their campaigns at peak efficiency. And uh, just having that all-in-one ecosystem allows you to do that. Um, and what that really means is just building a, a custom marketing workflow to where, A, no customer slips through the cracks. But B, you really explore, you know, how else can I help this customer? Um, how, else, how else can I help build a relationship with this customer? Like the auto loan example I gave, you know, they may not qualify for that auto loan, but maybe you can help them with credit repair. Mm -hmm. um, and just having the tools to, to identify that and, and build workflows or and maybe even workflows that trigger other workflows, you can really develop this, this personalized marketing approach. Um, but, you know, it is all about following up. Um, it's definitely about following up. So a lot of the tools we provide, um, you know, even like the AI uh, conversational tools, um, you know, you can send the right message to the right customer at the right time and do it in an automated fashion. Um, but it seems very human and very natural. So if a, a customer doesn't answer the phone and you call them, you can send a text message that says, hey, if we weren't able to reach you, you know, what time are you able to talk? Does tomorrow work? Right? And they're, they're engaging with this, uh, this uh, AI bot and um, it's just a very, very natural flow. Um, so things like that, you know, helps uh, help generate extra, extra revenue and improve customer experience. And, and uh, you know, every little bit helps. Uh, every, every component with uh, a little bit of lifts really makes a big difference. Yeah, definitely. Tell me a little bit. I'd love to hear more about that, um, what you guys are building out with regards to AI and how it, how it sort of works and how is it working in implementation. Um, is it a uh, is it something that is new to the system, or how and how, how have you guys been sort of teaching uh, the bot to be effective? Yeah, so that's a great question. So we got a, a custom uh, uh, AI machine learning backend, uh, essentially that uh, does get smarter. You know, the more conversations it has, so customers do get the benefit from from the the learning that has happened, um, you know, with the past customers in the in the, uh, in the first CRM. Um, but a lot of these customers are, are using this for, um, you know, the, the call center based purpose. So the example I just gave hmm. you, either they, they send out a message before they call to try to set up the best time to call, or they'll, they'll send a conversational message after the call and say, Hey, we, we missed you. Um, let's get yeah. on the phone again. So that's where yeah. we're seeing it be most successful. Um, but we're trying to see how we can apply this technology to, to other, uh, other different types of, of, uh, marketing as well. 
Yeah, that's interesting because obviously it's getting harder and harder to get a hold of people uh, on the phone, right? Um, so you're yep. seeing uh, companies or clients uh, shoot an email out and try to set up an appointment call. And is that is that being is that are you seeing that to be to be effective? Yeah, actually, a text message. So this is a oh, text uh, message. Two-way, okay, uh, text message conversation. But yeah, that's that's uh, incredibly uh, effective. Um, a lot of times, customers get a call from a number they don't recognize. You know, first instinct is send them the voicemail, right? So when they get the text message, they immediately know who you are, and they recognize, okay, yes, I, I made this request, and yes, I want to speak to this person. So it's, it's incredibly helpful. Do they, um, are, are the, uh, text messages that are going out, are they trying to set an actual appointment or just sort of encouraging them to call in or how, how is that sort of being used? Yeah. So I've seen this used, uh, uh, two different ways. Um, actually three different ways. I said the, the before call, um, appointment scheduling. So they try to set up a, a date and time for, uh, them to be called. Or, you know, sorry, we missed you. Same thing, trying to set up an, an appointment uh, after the call got missed. Or alternatively, they'll, they'll try to send up uh, information on, you know, one of their paper call tracking numbers. So, you know, imagine engaging with the customer that, that didn't convert on, on your website and maybe they abandoned on, on page two out of a, a three-page sign-up flow. You, know, mm-hmm. you can send a conversational bot that says, hey, did you still need help with this? And they're going to they're gonna res- respond with that. And depending on their answer, um, you know, you can send them a, a paper call tracking number. So maybe they didn't convert online. They need a little bit more help. They need a little bit more love. So, you know, maybe speaking to someone over the phone will, will help them, help them, uh, you know, with the original intent. Yeah. Yeah. Tell me about that whole, the, the you know, the paper call, uh, portion of the platform. Um, what exactly are you guys, what, what, t- just tell me about that generally. Like what's the features involved in that? Yeah, so great question, great question. So on the paper call tracking side, you know, you have the ability to uh, design a, a custom IVR uh, workflow, um, similar uh, in the exact same workflow builder that's used for everything else. So think of a an incoming call as, as just another input, um, and you're you know conditionally routing that, that input to go a different direction. So um, in, in the system, you can you know order a phone number with one click. Now that phone number is is wired up to your workflow. So the first thing you're going to want to do in your workflow is probably give a little welcome message. So you would drive like a play message step, and then eventually you're going to have uh, the uh, paper call step in there. And that paper call step is really just you know you loading up uh, your buyers and, and setting the custom filters and conditions that they look for. Um, you know they might look for uh, you know callers only from specific states. You know that buyer may only have specific operating hours if they're open. So uh, whatever conditions and filters you set, that is part of the decision engine that goes through on determining where to send this, this caller to. Got that it. Fire. Yeah, that's huge. That's, that's really cool. So, I mean, I, I mean, it sounds like, um, gosh, so back in the, uh, maybe six years ago, there was a time where I was doing a lot of lead gen, uh, specifically for solar. And we used a, a couple different uh, platforms that are fairly well-known I would say to distribute leads and um, but this this uh, your, your system seems I mean it's just it, it seems like there's just so many more features to be able to really plug in and start you know hitting the ground running without having to you know develop all these different things um, so that's, that's great so from your point of view though uh, 
<clears throat> excuse me, um, from your point of view, you guys probably see a lot of different trends um, in lead gen and and in different verticals and industries. You you mentioned um, a couple, but I, what kind of visibility do you see into um, you know some of these trends for different verticals? Is, is it um, enlightening to see how or interesting to see? Uh, hey, maybe this auto like auto insurance is is ramping up or just different uh, volume trends across verticals. Yeah, I mean, so we, we definitely notice, we definitely notice depending on the you know, time of year, you know, influx of, of uh, yeah. customers from verticals. So, you know, open enrollment period is kind of when you get your, your health insurance type legion marketers reaching out and saying, Hey, how can post serum help me? So definitely is a little seasonal depending on the, the vertical. Um, so we do see that effect. Are you guys seeing anything sort of interesting? Like you're like, oh, what is this? Like, what's this guy doing? And he's, you know, doing, I don't know, um, just something you hadn't thought about. Um, you know, we do get a fair amount of our, our customers that uh, do request, you know, different features or functionality or have unique ideas. And they do seek our help to uh, try to incorporate one of these features into the CRM. And you know, that's been really good, uh, leading to a lot of these uh, great features in the CRM. Like, a lot of these are, are inspired by, by our customers. Um, so we do frequently come across that. We're like, wow, you know, what, what's this idea, and, and how can we build this into the CRM? And, you know, we work with our customers kind of hand-in-hand to, to really make it as comprehensive as, as we can so we can offer the most functionality uh, to them, and, and they can be successful. Yeah. So let me ask you some questions regarding just looking forward um, into the future with regards to lead management or automation or marketing automation, especially um, AI. How do you see it in the next, you know, five years developing? That's a great question. So, you know, a lot of these uh, tools that uh, or methods of marketing that uh, you know, we implemented in the CRM, they, they have been around for a long, long time. And, you know, we don't see any of these going away, uh, especially in the near in the near future. We do see some big changes coming. Um, they've already been, uh, they've already started to come, especially in the uh, SMS industry. So a lot of people are, are uh, obtaining dedicated short codes. You know, there's no more shared short codes allowed. Um, so we do see a lot of changes coming down on the, on the SMS side in, in the near future. And, and uh, I think that might might change how uh, businesses market and communicate to customers. And you know, we're trying to investigate that and, and uh, you know make sure we're on the uh, the front line with with uh, innovating and and helping uh, our customers and their needs. Yeah. Do you think it's and you think it's probably going to get harder, right? Yeah. With with SMS, um, you know, I think it might get harder. I think uh, you know, like I said. Uh, they're putting up a little more hurdles. People need to get the, the dedicated short codes. Um, but I think there's going to be, you know, uh, I think that's really going to be where the personalized marketing comes into play. Because mm-hmm. I think having that relationship and building that relationship um, with the customer is going to really help with your marketing messages. And, um, you know, how that will affect SMS, um, uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. But um, I, I do think on the AI approach and a lot of the AI features uh, with SMS are, are going to be really big for the future. That's really the, uh, the only way you can do this efficiently at, at scale. So that's then, and that's kind of part of the problem, right? Is is the balance between trying to be efficient uh, at scale and then trying to get through the. Um, you know, the telecom companies through their text messaging. Because correct me if I'm wrong, the issue 
with text messaging is uh, is you generally the mass text that looks exactly the same that goes to a bunch of different numbers and it's not a short code and is that is that where the issue is it's, it's deliverability uh, yeah so i mean if if a customer is not using a short code then uh they might have deliverability problems you know the short code there are blessed by the carriers to, to be able to send the, the same uh message to all your customers if you want right, right. whereas the uh, non-short code uh, carriers, they, they do employ some, some filtering and, and some algorithms in there. So um, definitely short code is meant for B2C messaging um, uh, to do it efficiently at scale. You, know, you definitely can use long code and, and uh, there's, there's certainly a lot of people uh, doing that. But you know, a lot of these uh, uh, phone companies and, and customers in particular, you know, they do like to see two-way messaging. Um, yeah. You know, if customers are engaged with your with your company and and they're having two way conversations, then uh, you know, they they definitely uh, definitely appreciate that. Yeah. So, what are you guys working on? If are you able, uh, if you're open to sharing, is there anything that you're working on right now with regards to developing the the, the product more specifically that maybe people can look out for? Yeah. So we're we're definitely working on uh, some new changes to the AI features. Um, you know, right now we got that. Uh, you know, pretty much applied only to this call scheduling and, and are really just kind of revamping our, our UI and, and making it a little bit more dynamic so customers have even more control and flexibility on on the type of two-way conversations they have with the customer. So we want to expand it beyond, you know, mostly just uh, scheduling a, a time in the call center. We really want to create like a more interactive and more even more diverse uh, conversational capabilities. Yeah, that's great. So, um, Mike, if someone wants to get a hold of you to, you know, reach out and find out more, how would they go about doing that? Yeah, so we definitely recommend, uh, you know, reaching out and checking out our website. That would be at ProCRM.co. Uh, or you can shoot us an email at sales at ProCRM.co. Uh, or you can give us a call at uh, 866-818-4900. And uh, we'll have someone here to help you out. Awesome. Well, I appreciate you joining me today and hopefully, um, you know, stay healthy down there in Puerto Rico, stay safe and, um, you know, we'll get bounced back and uh, hopefully your business continues to uh, do great things. All right. Perfect. Thanks, Mike. Stay safe. All right. Take care.